With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Presenting Dick Cole and his thrilling adventures at Parr Military Academy. Another exciting episode in the adventures of Dick Cole at Parr Military Academy. You follow Dick's adventures in Blue Bolt Magazine and in Foremost Comics. And now you can follow them every week at this time over this same station on the air. In just a moment, you'll hear from Dick Cole himself. But first, here's an interesting message for each and every one of you. himself who wants to say a word or two about our story today. Hello, fellas and girls. Today's story is all about a mystery here at the Academy. One that baffled me and Simba both, till we uncovered the strange and twisted motive that lay behind it. You see, somebody was out to get young Jack Baines, a first-year man at Far. He was pretty broken up when he told me about it. Gee, gee, Mr. Cole, I don't see why... 
I didn't know I had any enemies here. But what somebody's doing to me, I can't get to sleep at nights. And it's beginning to look like they're trying to drive me crazy. Yes, that's just the way it looked. And the first time I knew something was in the wind, well, Simba and I were watching the plebe cruise. Say, this race looks like the real thing, Dick. That kid stroking the first crew. That's Jack Baines, Simba. Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember his brother Hank when you and I were both plebes. Handiest man with the paddle in the whole fourth form. <laughs> sure. A tough article, but a good gent at heart. When you got to know him. Which you did, I remember, before he graduated. That's right. Maybe that's why I'm interested in his young brother, Jack. Oh, he's a swell kid. And a fine athlete. I know he's got his heart set on making the first-year crew. Yeah, he's putting a lot into it. His form looks pretty good. Well, it better. The coach is staging this race, you know, to pick his men for the first-year crew in the spring. Hey, come on there, Jack Baines. Roll! Roll! What's happening? Jack's crew, they're... They're stopping. Yeah. They're stopping dead. And mad as hornets. You know, it, it looks like Jack... It is, Simba. Yes, I see now. He's... Look, he... He caught a crab. He... He caught a crab? Yeah, he mishandled his oar. Stopped the whole crew. Oh, the poor kid. Well, that cooks his goose, I guess, with the coach. It sure does. Simba, I don't like this. Just look at that kid's face. You know, I've noticed lately, he's been shoving around school as if he'd lost his last friend. His brother Hank would be pretty ashamed of him. Say, let's try and get him up to our room before mess. I want to find out what's wrong. Sit down, Jack. Thanks, Mr. Cole. That was tough luck that you caught a crab this afternoon. Yes, I... It means I'm out disqualified. Mm-hmm. Oh, but those things do happen. You know, when I was a plebe like you, the same kind of thing happened to me on the swimming team. So I went moping around, acting as if the world were coming to an end. Yeah. You were lower than a snake's belly. <laughs> That's right, Simba. And you know what your brother did, Jack? He took me out one afternoon and pushed me around. He smacked me till I was busy. Gosh, how I hated him. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You were planning a murder. <laughs> yeah, almost. Till I understood why he'd done it. Hank was pretty tough on us, plebes. But he had a good reason for it. He believed in teaching us how to take it on the chin right from the start. I... I know, Mr. Cole, he's told me. Jack, you've been acting, well, sort of like a whipped pup around here lately. What do you suppose your brother would say to that? Remember, Hank made a pretty good record here at Far. You've got something to live up to. Well, what's the matter with you, kid? You can still talk, can't you? I... Mr. Cole... Gee, I don't know what to say. Somebody's got it in for me. Somebody's out to get me. Hey, now, now, wait a minute. But it's true. I tell you, it's true. I didn't mind it so much at first, but I I don't think I can take it much longer. It's driving me crazy. 
That's why I caught a crab. I didn't sleep at all last night. Now, I... Hold on. That's a fast, kid. Just calm yourself. Now, begin at the beginning. Tell us exactly what has happened to make you think that somebody's got it in for you. Well, the first thing was somebody swiped the pants of my uniform. So I had to wear civilian pants at drill. And I got the merits for it. Mm-hmm. Did you find your pants? No, I've never found them. I had to buy a new pair. And then somebody put turpentine on my toothbrush. <laughs> they did, huh? That's a mean trick, but not exactly faithful. And then, last week while I was in the lab, somebody tore up my room just before inspection. It was an apple pie order when I left. But when I came back, well, the captain bawled me out in front of the whole squad. I see. Is that all? No. Last night was the worst. I woke up about midnight, coughing and choking. Somebody had thrown tear gas in my room. Tear gas? Yes, it must have been. I made me cry like a baby. I couldn't get my breath out. Jack, have you told anyone else about this? No, I didn't want to. I was afraid nobody would believe me. Listen, I want you to think hard now. Have you got any enemies in the school? Anybody who's jealous of, well, let's say, of the fact that you're a pretty good athlete? I, I don't think so. Not till today. Everybody else in my crew must have it in for me good right now. Mm. Well, Jack, my advice to you is to lie low for the time being and keep your eyes open. Whoever's been putting on this torture act will either give up or make a misstep. You don't think I've been... Well, I mean, you believe me then, don't you? Of course I believe you. And listen, you'll come and tell me if anything else happens. If it does, Simba and I, we'll help you get the guy... Whoever he is. Hello there, Jack. Hello, Mr. Cole. Yeah, is everything okay? Sure, sure. I'm going in to take the quarterly exam in algebra. It's a tough one, I guess, but I'm not scared of it. Well, good luck. Thanks, Mr. Cole. Now, each man will find his questions on his desk. You will have two hours for this exam, and I want you all to take your time. No one will be excused from this room simply because he finishes earlier than the rest. Now, get started, and remember, this is a very important examination. This, these questions... Gee, they don't look too hard. Not easy, though. No, I'll say not. Now, let's see. X over 3.14. 1, 6 equals 0.448 over... Gosh, I need more writing paper. My whole tablet's already gone. Hope there's some in my desk. Oh, yeah, here's some. Behind the inkwell. Hey, that's funny. There's writing on it. And it's not mine. Baines. Yes, sir. What are those papers you're looking at in your desk? Let me see them, please. Sir, I don't know what these papers are. Somebody else's writing is on them. I was just looking for more paper for my exam. Oh, you don't know what these papers are, eh? Well, now, I'll enlighten you. They are a crib. Here are some of the formula you need for your exam. Oh, but I don't understand... I don't know how they got there, sir. Honestly. 
Oh, that's not my writing. You can see it isn't yourself. I James, don't... that trick was old before you were born. Getting one of your friends to write your crib for you. We don't like cheating here at Par. You may leave the class. Oh, but please, sir. Get out of here. Unless you want me to throw you out. And report to Major Farr at once. And so, Jack, the instructor thought somebody was in cahoots with you and wrote out the answers for you. Huh? Yes, he wouldn't believe me. Hmm. What did Major Farr say? He? Well, I couldn't tell exactly what he does think, Mr. Cole. He, he put me on probation, asked me who wrote the crib. And when I told him I didn't know, he started talking about my brother, how proud the school was of him. Let's see. This is getting pretty serious, Jack. Whoever is playing these tricks on you isn't fooling. Another thing like this and you'll be expelled. I know it. And, gee, I, I can't think who... I've got it, Dick. But what's him? I'll tell you if you won't give me the horse laugh. Well, this isn't exactly the time for laughing. Well, you know, I brought some fingerprinting equipment with me. Stuff that Al Brooks gave me out of his detective shop. He showed me just how to use it, too. Spray, identification cards, camera and all. Ah, Hawkshaw Carno. But where are you going to look for fingerprints? In Jack's desk, of course. Listen, Jack, what have you got in your desk? Any glass, for instance? Let's see. Well, the inkwell. The papers were pushed behind it. So whoever put those papers in the desk must have handled it. That's swell. Jack, first I want your own fingerprints. And tonight, right after mess, I'll take them off that inkwell. I can't promise anything, of course, but we'll keep our fingers crossed. Oh, buck up, Jack. I told you we'll help you get the guy, whoever he is. And when we get him, well, that'll be a story, too. Return to our story after the following message. to our story. Dick. Dick, I think I've got something. Well, you ought to. You've had 24 hours playing around with that spray and that tape and camera. Look. Look on this card. On the left here. These are Jack's fingerprints. The ones I took from him. And here's some fingerprints I took off the ink bottle. 
So? So? See how I've numbered them? Their primary characteristics? One, two, three, four, five. Yes, I see. Simba, they look exactly alike. They are. They're both jacks. Now, now look at this card. These are more fingerprints I took from the ink bottle. Study them closely. I've numbered them, too. Compare with the others. Simba, they're not the same. That's right, Dick. They're somebody else's. But whose? Did you ask Jack if anybody else has been poking around in his desk? Yes, and he doesn't remember that anybody has. Oh, but Simba, you know, we'd have to fingerprint the whole school. We could never talk Major Far into that. No. No, I'm sure we couldn't. Now, let's see. Jack's story was... Somebody tore up his room, used tear gas, swiped his pants. Must be a clue there somewhere. Does it suggest anything to you, Simba? No, nothing. Wait. This, it, it may be a lead. I was in Jed Jackson's room a couple of days ago, and Brad Crowley, his roommate, was kidding him about the pants he had on. Jed acted as if he didn't know where the pants had come from. Pants? Yes, they were a couple of sizes too small for him. Looked just as if they might fit Jack Baines, in fact. They were uniform pants. But Jed Jackson, he's in our class. Probably hardly knows Jack Baines is alive. Why would he have it in for the kid? I don't know. That's just what's so doggone mysterious about this whole thing. But Simba, I think you ought to get Jed's fingerprints and see if they match up with these. Well, that's easy. Jed's always been a pretty good friend of mine. Well, mine, too. But if he's got anything to do with putting that kid on a spot like this, well, I'd hate to be in his shoes when we find out. A dick putting a crib in the boy's desk. Why, that's too mean. I can hardly believe it. It's the truth, though, Laura. Somebody's out to get that kid. We thought it might be Jed Jackson. The pants I saw him wearing the other night, they were a couple of sizes too small for him. You thought they might be the pants that were taken from Jack's room? Yes. I remembered them because Jed's roommate, Brad Crowley, was kidding him about them. And Jed acted as if he didn't know where they had come from. And the fingerprints Simba took off the inkwell in Jack's desk. They didn't match Jed's. We found that out today. Simba took Jed's prints off a glass of water. And after he'd photographed and developed them... Well, it was pretty plain these other prints belonged to somebody else. But who? Who? I wish I knew. Because that kid, oh, everybody's down on him now. One more thing like finding that crib in his desk, and he'll be expelled. Shh. Here he comes now. Hello, Jack. Hello, Miss Bradley, Mr. Cole. Wait, wait a minute, Jack. Chin up. We're not licked yet, you know. I, I know. You, uh... Anything else happened? Yes. Last night, I couldn't go to sleep. I was lying there in bed. It must have been hours after lights out. My door was open an inch or so, I guess. And I heard... Somebody was creeping up to my door. When I heard my door being closed, I, I guess I was so scared for a second I couldn't move. Then quick, I jumped out of bed, ran to the door and opened it, and... Whoever it was got away before I could see him. I remembered my flashlight too late. I got it and flashed it in the hall. There was a word written on my door with chalk, 
in big letters. A word? Written on your door? Yes. The word was cheap. Why? Oh, Dick, we've simply got to do something. I've never heard of anything so mean. Oh, I, I've got to go along. Excuse me. Study hour. All right, Jack. I'll see you later. You're right, Laura. We have to put a stop to this. I'm going to take it up with Major Farr. Wait, Dick. Hmm? I've just remembered something. At least you can try it before you go to see the Major. Remember what you said to me about those ill-fitting pants you saw Dear Jackson putting on? Well, all I said was that Brad Crowley was kidding him about them. And then you said Jed acted as if he didn't know where they had come from. You mean... I think I see. You mean Brad Crowley? Well... Oh, but, but Brad barely knows who Jack is. I doubt that they've ever even spoken to each other. Think back, Dick. Think back to when you were a plebe two years ago. I... I... Laura. Now I get it. Why didn't I think of it before? That could be it. Yes. I think it could just possibly be... Excuse me, will you, Laura? I'm going to look up Simba. I want to get him started on this now. Yes. You can't tell what might happen to that poor boy next. And, Dick, good luck. Come here, Dick. Come here, quick. Simba, you've got something? I sure have. They match. You mean those fingerprints of Brad Crowley's you got this morning on your reading glasses? Yes. I dropped them next to him and he picked them up. And the fingerprints? They match the ones you took off Jack's inkwell. Exactly. Look, read them. I've shown you how. Simply, you're sure? Well, you can see for yourself. Hmm. Well, I'll be. So Laura was right after all. Laura? Now, listen, mystery man, how about explaining... Who's that? It must be Jack Baines. I told him to come around this afternoon and see if you had anything. Come in, Jack. Hello, Mr. Cole, Mr. Connell. Hello, Jack. Hi, Jack. Jack, we've got news for you. You mean... I mean, we found out who handled that inkwell in your desk. It was Brad Crowley. Simba got his fingerprints, and they match. Well, it's only circumstantial evidence. Maybe it wouldn't cinch the case in court, but I think it does for us. Maybe. But let's not be too sure of it yet. We couldn't prove anything, you know, just with those fingerprints. And besides, Brad Crowley's made a pretty good record here at Far. But I don't see why. I don't even know Brad Crowley. Why should he want to take it out on me, Jack? I think I know the answer to that. But I'd rather not say until we're sure. Remember, we don't have Brad over the barrel yet, and we may not get him there. We've got to bluff him. Try and scare him into admitting he's guilty if he really is. His room's over in Mitchell Hall. Come on, the three of us. Let's not waste any time. Let's go call on Mr. Crowley. Let's call on him right now. Who's there? Come in. Wow. Hi, Dick. Hi, Simba. Hello. Hi, Brad. Hello there, kid. Sorry, I forgot your name. You remember Hank Baines, don't you, Brad? Oh, sure. Well, this is his kid brother, Jack. Pleased to meet you, Jack. Hold on. Brad, I'm going to come straight to the point. Somebody here in school has been after Jack, playing a bunch of dirty stunts on him that may get him expelled from the academy. 
Simba here learned the, uh, the art of fingerprinting last summer, and he's been doing a little detective work for Jack. He's found out, for instance, that your fingerprints match the ones he took off the inkwell in Jack's desk. What? Dick, you must be off your nut. You and Simba have been reading too many detective stories lately. Bad, we can get more evidence, you know. A sample of your handwriting. We want to see if it matches the algebra crib that was found in Jack's desk. Now listen, Dick. I've always thought a lot of you, but you're beginning to get my goat. And then there's those pants I saw Jed putting on the other night. The ones that were too small for him. He didn't know where they'd come from. And there's tear gas, too. It shouldn't be too hard to trace a thing like tear gas if any student here had had some of it in his possession. What do you say, Brad? I say you guys must be crazy. Fingerprints, tear gas, handwriting. Oh, now the whole school would laugh at you. Now listen, you amateur Sherlock Holmes. This is my room and I want you to get out of here, the three of you. Okay, Brad. I just thought I'd give you the chance to own up yourself. I thought you could admit pulling the crib stunt on Jack to Major Farr. And then we'd forget all about the other things. But since that isn't the way you want it, we'll take the whole story to Major Farr. It isn't a pretty story. And my guess is it'll be the end of you at Farr. So long, Brad. Come on, Simba. Jack. Well, I'm sorry, Jack. I, I did my best. Maybe Brad isn't the guy after all. Hey, wait. Huh? Wait a minute, Dick. Oh, what? Oh, well, uh, the major's office closes in ten minutes, Brad. We, we haven't got much time. All right. All right, I'll do as you say. I did it all. Sure, I did it all. Everything you mentioned. I'll tell the major about the crib. Fine. Fine, Brad. That's all we want. I, I kind of thought you'd see it our way. Sure, I... I thought you would. But why? I still can't understand why. Oh, yes, there's just one more thing. Jack here can't understand why you had it in for him, since you don't even know him. Suppose you give him the answer to that, huh, Brad? Well, I didn't have anything against you, kid. The brother Hank, he rode me like the devil when I was a plebe. It was tough. Too tough on me. I never forgot it. When I heard you were coming to far, I said to myself... Here's my chance to get even. I'll use his kid brother to settle my score with Hank Baines. Gee, I wish I'd have known. I don't know what got into me, except... Well, I've nursed it for two years. I've hated Hank Baines. Okay, I'll see the Major before his office closes. Okay, Dick, I'm going. Well... That's that, fellas. And lucky, too. You know, our evidence was pretty slim. If Brad had only known the bluff I was putting up. Dick, would you actually have gone to Major Far this afternoon? <laughs> well, what do you think, Simba? Not with the evidence we had. Dick Pohl will be back in just a minute. But first, here's an interesting message for all of you.
sure to listen in again next week, same time, same station, for another exciting half hour with Dick Cole at Far Military Academy. Yes, meet Dick Cole every week on the air. Enjoy his adventures, as you've enjoyed them in those two favorite comic magazines, Blue Bolt and Foremost Comics. And oh, I almost forgot. Here's Dick. So long, fellows and girls. Remember, I'll be with you again next week. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.